Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am athlete tonight. What up, what up, what up, everyone? This is I am athlete tonight. I'm your host, 10-year NFL defensive lineman, Lige Deusable, and you know I got my squad with me. 15 years covering the Miami Dolphins as one of the best beat writers, also a really great NFL columnist, Omar Kelly, and the man that literally knows everyone. 2014 All-Pro defensive back, Adam Pac-Man Jones. How my guys doing on this good Friday? See, Pac-Man know everybody because he run the streets with everybody, right? <laughs> Is that true, Pac? Pac muted? I said, Omar, don't get mad at me because you didn't grow up in Bankhead Projects in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm, get mad at me. We had two different paths. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I grew up <laughs> in a, Projects of Carroll City. You know, you know Carroll City. You but it's a different between. It's a different between when you're on the block and you're off the block. You get what I'm saying? Okay. I could understand. I was that. on the block. You know what I mean? I, I did my due diligence of, of meeting and greeting everybody. And um, God blessed me with a certain talent to introduce me to a lot of people um, in the world. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I was blessed to do that. Like that, that, That's the mm. connections part. I love that's, it. Yeah. I you, love you, it. You make things happen. You connect people. That's what we love about you, Pac. Omar, you know a lot of people too, though. Yeah, I know a lot of people. But I ain't friendly. That's this. That's, 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 I'm, I'm working on my friendly. I'm working on my friendship skills. That's what I'm you working on. You got to be a little friendly, man. Damn, y'all. Just y'all mean you're not you friendly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Before we start the show, what, what do you, explain that? Tell me the definition <laughs> I'm like, of I'm not friendly. I'm like I'm. I'm much like you. I I need to see. I'm and, friendly. Hold on. Everybody no, 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 loves no, no, no. you. Friendly, <laughs> but you you be checking people before you be checking out people before you like get them the the, the approval. Now don't act like you don't. Yeah, I do, but I'm friendly. <laughs> now you get one chance though. You either do Let it right know. or you do it wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I am the most open person. I don't even think I'm a celebrity. Like that's my biggest problem, probably with me because I'm quick to. Hey, how you doing? How was your day? Da 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 da. My wife always tell me like, "Hey, bro, you been way too friendly." <laughs> <laughs> tell them, Pat, you just trying to catch their vibe and see what they're about. I've I always need to. Can I like just that. tell you don't ask me it? <laughs> <laughs> I've always been like that, man. I had a lady, uh, Miss Sebleski, bless her soul. She passed away from skin cancer. Mm. Um, the only white lady in my whole school at Westlake High School adopted me. I stayed with her my whole. 10th and 11th grade year. Um, mm. I was in little small classes at first too for behavior disorder. 
And she told me, she was like, yo, you can't go to college in those classes if you're gonna keep acting up. And she did, she opened my eyes to being friendly, you know what I mean? Cause I used to walk around with a shell, you know what I mean? Keep my guard guard down because of the, the product that I grew of up environment. in. But yep. When I met her, it changed my whole it changed my whole life it changed it it showed me first of all everybody is the same treat people how you want to be treated no matter what color no no matter what race it is and and she was she was the glue to the puzzle at Westlake High School she changed a lot of kids life but me personally Mr. Bleska I love you uh let's go boss let's get, let's get it going man great story to start the show off but let's go ahead and jump into this show Carl Anthony Towns says it's championship or bust for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Is he right? We discussed that. Najee Harris said he needs to get 500 goddamn touches and that he doesn't care how many carries he gets during the season. Is 500 touches realistic? We'll talk about that. An eight-time NBA All-Star and the best dunker in NBA history, Vince Carter, stops by I Am Athlete tonight to discuss his new podcast, the Vince Carter Show. I'm really looking forward to that interview. But first, Jimmy Garoppolo, could he be headed to Miami? Now, a lot of people think this could be a surprise landing spot for Jimmy Garoppolo. But let's put this into perspective. I know my guy Omar Kelly won't agree with me. But who did the Miami Dolphins just hire? Mike McDaniel, where did he come from? San Francisco, where he was the offensive coordinator and where he's really comfortable with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, one unidentified NFL personnel executive told Heavy.com that a trade to Miami was more than possible. This is his quote. He said, Jimmy G is way more liked in league circles as a player than two is. He's accomplished way more, and that matters at that position almost more than anything else. And remember, Mike McDaniel knows Jimmy really well. With a new head coach, all he cares about is winning and winning now. He could be looking at Tua, shaking his head and saying, uh, I don't know, maybe he loves him. But if he hasn't seen enough from him during workouts or OTAs, this is his honeymoon phase with that ownership in front office. Make the deal now. I'm going to throw it to my teammate Omar Kelly, who has been covering the Miami Dolphins for over 15 years. Should the Miami Dolphins go all in and bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo? I think they definitely have an interest. I think that it's something that they will explore probably next year when Jimmy G is free for free and you could just go out and, and you've seen what Tua is as a at, with all this weaponry with an improved offensive line. You know, everybody is down on Tua, especially people in, in, in the NFL circles and the league, because, you know, that's the popular thing to do. But keep in mind, this is a young quarterback who has a 13 and eight record. Mm. In two years, with no offensive line, no running game, no wide receivers, and a coach who really didn't like him. Mm. How, how do you get to 13 and 8? You know, there's only one other quarterback, and that's Matt Jones. Yeah, I mean, the defense is part, <laughs> but Tua, Tua, is a, it, Tua was a pretty good game manager. He, he had yeah. some moments where he was clutch in the fourth quarter and gave the team leads and defense lost the lead like an Atlanta, uh, Atlanta loss, um, mm-hmm. like in Jacksonville loss. So he's been clutch in terms of putting the team in position to have a lead or, or, or rallying the team late. Um, the one thing you don't know is, is he, does he have the arm to be an NFL quarterback? And I, I really can't answer that right now. 
And can he facilitate this West Coast play action? Man, come on with the bullshit. <laughs> Go ahead and get him, Pat. Jesus. Tell me, tell me, Pat. All right, so you're saying he don't have the arm. All right, well, we know Jimmy don't have the arm. We already been there, done that, and tried that. He had every weapon that he can have, a great running game, and one of the best defenses in the NFL. If you can't win with that, what can you win? But, he, but, but Jimmy did win, Pat. He took a team to the Super Bowl and was in the a- NFC, NFC championship, championship game last yeah. year. Yeah. Did they win it? No. They didn't win. Only one team wins it every year, Pat. Did San Francisco draft another quarterback and say we're going a different way? They definitely did that. They did All that? Right. Yeah. That, okay. That, that's I mean, my point. Two is young, but for two years, it's not bad. He got, what, five, we'll just say 5,000 yards. He right at 27 touchdowns. He have thrown 15 interceptions, which is about seven, seven interceptions a year. That's the bad part about it. But the overall rating, he's been good. He's been mm-hmm. 90%, 87%, 88%. Yeah, but as a cornerback, you know what you do, you do, Pac? You would jump his balls. If you ask me who I rather <laughs> hey, if yo. you ask me who I'd rather play with, I play against, as long as he ain't over there and, and Shanahan, I'd rather play against Jimmy. You'd rather play against Jimmy than Tua? Yes. Why? I don't know about all that. Jimmy cannot throw the deep ball at all, bro. Neither can Tua. Tua can move. (laughs) He's he's better on the – Tua's better on the run. We got to worry about him running out the pocket. Double moves and all this. We don't have to worry about with this guy. He's a – he's – oh, is it there? No, is it not? No deep ball? Check down. He had a – Everything – 8.7 8.7 passer rating last year. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, he's not going to make those clutch throws. Yeah, because made. of the offense. Look at the throws that he had. How many <sighs> throws did he have over 15 yards? How many did Tua have? I bet you had more than Jimmy. <laughs> I bet it's probably close or equal. I bet you it's close, but you still got to realize, bro, Tua only been in the league two years. You're you right. I, I give you this, this. This is what I would say, right? Because, you know, I, I follow both of these guys. Uh, really closely. I played. Who would you take? I don't want to hear all the political stuff. I'm Who taking Jimmy. I'm, I'm gonna let you know right oh now. I'm taking Jimmy. God. Yeah, well, you talked about Tua's record, right? Jimmy, Jimmy's record is 33 and 14 in the league. <laughs> so if you want to put that out there, uh, yeah. but but all this, the this is this games Jimmy lost. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> this this is what I would tell you right here, Pac. Right, these guys are almost mirror images, right? They are very accurate between the hash marks, right? In the Tool middle of the can field. can run the ball way better than Jimmy. Though, yeah, but he's not really a running quarterback. He's not a running quarterback. He's not a running quarterback. This, this is what I would say, right? We've seen it from Jimmy more than we've seen it for Tua. Granted, Tua's only played two years. The injury the injury factor is big for both of these quarterbacks. Both Absolutely. of these quarterbacks seem like they can't stay healthy, right? That is the biggest issue. I mean, there's not many quarterbacks in the league we can say went to the NFC Championship two out of the last three years. Jimmy Garoppolo has done that when he's healthy. Now, look granted, at all the weapons those, he had. Tell me the, what weapons Tua had in Miami. Name what do you me. The, the what weapons Park. he had? It's Mike Gusecki. One. Yeah, Mike Gusecki. Man. Right. Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> but I mean, both, both no, of these no, teams no. are predicated off of their defenses. Let's but just be I'm honest. Saying, what I'm saying is Jimmy had way more weapons his whole career. This kid had I really, wouldn't he I had, say he that. Only, he ain't got no – what Hall of Famer he played with? What? What number one receiver that you can say, hey, this kid is dumb at it. They play with my in the last two years. No, but that's what I'm saying. But you, Debo was the fa- that was the last oh, year he was the number one Debo receiver. Debo, he dominated one year. That was it, Pat. Just it's different with it. the cord- coordinator, bro. Come on, like, I, but that's what I'm saying. So now he's got Mike in the world. He's got Mike McDaniel now. 
who came from San Fran. We'll see. What we'll see. I, I, who, what I'm saying is what San Francisco got, got over there yeah. as far as coaching with Shanahan them is way different. Both I'll you give you that. that. I'll like, give you stop that. Stop acting like it's the same comparison between Shanahan and the new coach. It's no wow. I, had, I had this discussion yesterday with, with Brandon and Auntie. I, to me, I said Kyle Shanahan is one of the brightest offensive gurus in this league, right? I put him right there with Andy Reid and also Sean Him McVay. and Andy Reid. I know you put him right there. Him, yeah, and Sean, Reed, Sean Mc, and Sean and McVay. Him, I put them all Sean together. McVay, all three yeah. of them. Yeah, 100%. So I get what you're saying, Pac. 100%. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. To me, Man, Kyle Shanahan... I mean to cut you off. If you put yeah. Tula... If, let's just say if we can reverse time and put Tula in the situation that Jimmy G was in, it'll be a whole different conversation right well, now. Well, but that's the thing. That's and what we're going to... And yeah. all the tools and all the key players that he had around him. Yeah. But th- this, this is what I would say right now, right? I, I'm like Omar. I think Tua deserves this year, right? Because now he's going to be in that same system, yeah. that Shanahan system with Mike McDaniel. They got him a true dog McDaniel, at number one, Tyreek Tyreek Hill, right? Jalen Waddle. Yeah. They also got Gasecki, who's a nice tight end. They've tried to beef up the offensive line. Terod Armstead, yeah. um, I well, believe what Connor funny. Williams inside from the Dallas Cowboys. So they've tried to they've tried to do everything possible so they can really truly evaluate. Tua Tungavaloa this year. I think Omar's point, he's been saying this since Tua got drafted. He, he, he circled this year as the year to really evaluate Tua. He said his third year would be the year. So, uh, honestly, I don't see Miami trading for him right now. And I'll say yeah. something happens where Tua gets hurt or he doesn't start the year off, you know, particularly well. I, think I could see them down the stretch potentially yeah. maybe trading for a Jimmy Garoppolo just because he's comfortable in the system. He's comfortable with the head coach. Again, he knows the system and he's a proven winner. Right. So honestly, I think, you know, Miami is, is dead set on seeing what Tua can do this year. And until he proves that he can't do it, then I think they're going to stick with Tua. And then Jimmy Garoppolo could be an option down the road. I just think it makes sense for both teams, especially if Tua doesn't get it together. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my squad, Omar Kelly and Adam Pacman Jones. We were just talking about could Jimmy Garoppolo potentially be traded to the Miami Dolphins, and we push it forward to Madden. Now, the final batch of positional ratings of Madden NFL 23 just released, and it's none other than the quarterback position. Now, there are some interesting ratings on this quarterback position. I'm going to name them from top down. Right now, Tom Brady is the top quarterback at a 97 overall. Aaron Rodgers, 96. Patrick Which I Mahomes, don't agree with. Patrick yeah, Mahomes. We'll, we'll discuss it. Patrick Mahomes is 95. Josh Allen, 92. Joe Burrow. 90, Dak Prescott, 89, Justin Herbert, 88, which should be higher. Russell Wilson, 87, Lamar Jackson, 87, Matthew Stafford, 85, Kyler Murray, 84, Deshaun Watson, 84, Derek Carr, 83, and Ryan Tannehill at 83. To me, there's a rating on here that's questionable, right? Uh, Which one of these ratings stands out to me the most? There's a few ratings I didn't name. They have Carson Wentz at a 73. Uh, Just to put this into perspective, quarterbacks ahead of Carson Wentz. Justin Fields at 74, Tua Tungvalu at 75, Jalen Hurts at a 74, Teddy Bridgewater at a 75, Trevor Lawrence, the rookie, who had a rough year in Jacksonville, 76, (laughs) and Jameis Winston, 76, Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, 77, Baker Mayfield, 77, and Mac Jones is a 78. So, man, I'm not the biggest Carson Wentz fan. I'm, I'm not. I'm not the hugest. Carson Ritz fan, but to have that man at a 73 
yeah. uh, you know, with the likes of Justin Fields and, and Zach Wilson, who I love, who was a rookie quarterback, and Jared Goff is just downright damn disrespectful. I, I mean, a little, at least a 76-77. You got guys like Tua who only played two years, has been beat up. Uh, the first couple of years, Justin Fields, who really mm-hmm. struggled like the Chicago Bears didn't do He's him horrible. any justice last he year without any hope. And they got him ranked higher. Uh, James Winston, who, who I think was playing really well, uh, a high level was five and two before he got hurt, but missed most of the season last year. And they got him at a 76. But wasn't Carson Mike Jones one, one year and they got him at a 78. So I'm wasn't like, Carson Wentz like one game away from taking his team to the playoffs. Exactly. They, they lost that last game versus Jacksonville and didn't get into the playoffs. Meanwhile, I believe Justin, I mean, the Chicago Bears, I think only won four or five games, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, Pac, who on this list, uh, you know, stands out to you the most? I know you said you had a, a disagreement in the beginning of the, the top, like, two or three guys. Um, I don't think Tom Brady is the number one quarterback in the NFL. Mm. Who's your number one guy? Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I can't disagree with that. Back-to-back MVP. Tom Brady I, I, did lead the league in passing last hold year. Hold on, let me tell you how I think it should go. Um, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is number one. I mm. think Patrick Mahomes is number two. I think um, uh, the kid from Cincinnati, Burroughs, is number three. Mm. I would go Tom Brady, number four. I would go uh, Deshaun Watson, five. Derek Carr, six. Mm. Lamar, seven. Russell Wilson, eight, and then you can go pick him up on from there. Dang. So you don't got Justin Herbert up there? No, nah, I don't have Justin. That man has thrown for more yards than got, any quarterback in NFL history in the first two I years. And ain't winning. So I understand and what you said. It saying. wasn't his fault last year. That's what you're saying, but it's all about winning. But, yeah, but you That's saw what, what happened. Come on, I, Pat. You I saw it. This coach was too aggressive. 10. He's in my top ten, but he's definitely not in my top five, eight quarterbacks, bro. I got no. him up there. What what do you what do you think about this list? What stands out to you, Omar? Um, a couple of standouts. I I do agree with Pac Man. Um, Tom Brady being number one is is kind of a a, a show of respect, but hundred percent. I, I, I don't think it's accurate. In fact, I have a quarterback rankings out that's been out probably for a month now. I've got Patrick Mahomes number one, just Josh Allen number two, Aaron okay. Ro- Aaron Rodgers. Damn, I forgot two. Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady number four, and I think Matthew Stafford on this list is way too low. I mean, yeah, at eighty five for Matthew Stafford, and, and like I, an 87, 88. I think he should be. Yeah, I think he's eighty eight. I mean, he just came off a championship run, and let's yeah. not act like he didn't have clutch moments <laughs> down his, the stretch. Man, he was he was surgical. Games. Man, that coordinator is surgical. I don't want to get no players no respect no, man. I do bro I do give players respect but you can't go and tell me that he just played a phenomenal he threw he made every play hit like he wasn't that exceptional during the playoffs like they kept, Ooh, kept saying no, they kept saying it was his elbow he wasn't even throwing the ball good because they were like oh he's hurt it's his elbow something wrong with him They he, lost. He, he can't throw the deep ball they would have I mean, lost the Super Bowl, wasn't for him. They would have lost in the first. Man, 
man. They would have lost the Super Bowl if it weren't for the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I'll give you that, Aaron AD. Donald. What yeah. are you talking about, man? Are, we, are, are y'all watching the same game that I'm, I'm just watching? saying, but you keep forgetting they were, down, they were down. They were down. If you take Aaron Donald off the field, it's not even a game, bro. What is I'll give you that. i give you that, but they still have to make plays. Tell me that this guy won the game. Oh, my Matthew God. Matthew Stafford bro. beat Tom Brady single-handed. In, in in that second yeah. round playoff game, Man, Tom Brady didn't even have two hundred and fifty passing yards. That's what I'm saying. Are we? No, nah, I think about? he did in that 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 game. They had to come from behind. Remember back? Yeah, the uh, the, yeah, they they um, Matthew Stafford. Fact check. What's the fact check? Drove the team down the field. Drove the Rams down yeah. the field in the fourth quarter. And Cooper Cup ended up beating. Uh, Cooper Cup caught the uh, post. I remember. Yeah, but I'm asking him what was the fact check Aunt, uh, about the yardage. He's talking about Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, we gotta give in a couple, to couple minutes. Listen, the, the, my, some of my other concerns. I think Mac Jones being rated as that—that's kind of high. As 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 high Mac as Jones should even be up there. Yeah, I agree with you. He shouldn't be up. You there. think Mac Jones should be up there? No, I said he shouldn't be up there. Yeah, he made the, he made the Pro Bowl. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> you know. think Mac Jones a top fifteen quarterback? Nah, man, hell no. <laughs> Not even close. I, I'm not even. I'm not even sure. I'm Matt Ryan. I Bro, don't, I, nah, yeah. I like Matt Ryan, but Ryan Tannehill. I think. I think that number's high. Eighty-three. Oh, that's fair. Hell yeah, it's real high. I think that's high. Like you, that. That means you comparing him to Derek Carr. To me, Derek Carr is. I can't either right at number ten or number eleven quarterback it, in this league. It, we're, we're, Deshaun Watson about, should be way higher than what they got him on. This yeah, league. but they haven't yeah. seen him for a full year. Yeah, we haven't seen it him in a year and a half. Let's talk about what have you done for me lately? The last time he played, he would be at the top five of this list. Top Man, five, he had a four six. win team. He had great stats. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Listen, it's it's their cousins. I, Come on, bro. Kirk got numbers. People Kirk be sleeping on Kirk because he got yeah. numbers. Hell of against Kirk. And Kirk, what you saying? Kirk, Kirk, you saying? Kirk ain't got no dog in him. Ooh. He's a good quarterback, but he's just a guy. Yeah. If shit get hard, he gonna hit the fan. Derek Carr got the so, dog in him. So who, who, who do you? Who Derek do you, Carr got dog in him. Who do you think got done dirty on this list, uh, Pat? Um, I think Derek Carr got done dirty. Yeah, um, people be sleep on Derek Carr. I'm a, I'm a yeah, big man, Derek, Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a winner too, bro. Yeah, he is. Like, just think about this: they fired the whole goddamn staff at at the Raiders, and this motherfucker still figured out a way to win the game to go to the playoffs. Playoffs, Nobody yeah. About that. I think he, he had the most had, fourth quarter comebacks, interim, bro. He had an interim, uh, interim uh, offensive head coach, head coach, no offensive coordinator too, and head coach. Because uh, what's the name was calling the plays? Oh, John Gruden. Yeah, John Gruden, Gruden was, was calling, calling the plays. Yeah, you're right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He 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 took all of that down three games and come back and win. Like, come on, bro, you got to put some respect on his name. Nah, I, I'm a huge. I, I've been on the Derek Carr you no know, fan fan oh, wagon for for the longest, man. And people just don't seem to respect him. They keep saying he's a middle of the pack quarterback. I'm like, nah. I got him like right at number ten or eleven exactly. in this league. He's right, he's right there, ten or eleven. Yeah, he's ten or eleven. And he constantly like last year to Adam Pacman's point, right? What quarterback in that situation? How many quarterbacks in this league in that situation would be able to galvanize their team, bring right. them together, oh. and and help lead them to the playoffs again? And basically, Adam, he's the offensive coordinator at that point, boss. Yeah, to yeah. Adam Pacman's point, right? The coach goes through a scandal because he sent out an email. That wasn't flattering, talking about, you know, D. Maurice. Um, and then he gets ends up getting fired, right, in the middle of the season. 
So from that point on, you know, Rich Passaccia told him he had good tired lips. <laughs> yeah. Rich yo, Pac Rich Passaccia becomes the head coach. He, he was a special teams coordinator. And to Pac-Man's point, right? You get a whole new offensive corner because John Gruden was calling the plays, and yet he still was able to wheel his team to the playoffs. And his number one weapon on offense, Darren Waller, was hurt most of the year. So he was able to do that without his number one weapon. So to me, I mean, Derek Carr, it needs to be some respect put on his name. Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. There are two things that are absolutely true. Grandma loves you, and she would never say no to McDonald's. So treat yourself to a Grandma McFlurry with your order today. It's what Grandma would want. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu. Welcome back to I Am Athlete tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my squad, Adam Pacman Jones and Omar Kelly. And before the break, I tease that we're going to talk about the most expensive trios in the NFL when it comes to quarterback, receiver, and running back. But actually, we have a legend getting ready to join the show. Eight-time NBA All-Star, to me, the best dunker in NBA history, Olympic gold medalist, my guy from the crib, Daytona, Florida, Vince Man. Carter. What's going on? What's going on? How y'all? How doing? you doing, VC? How you doing? I'm Big good, VC, man. baby. Yeah. I'm working. I'm working. I see that, man. We really truly appreciate you joining the show. We had uh, Cam Hayward on here yesterday, and he talked about his podcast. You got a new podcast, the Vince. Carter show. Just talk about your, your show, uh, your podcast, the Vince Carter show, and what made you get into the podcast game? Well, let me tell you. So I'll, I'll go back. When I was playing for the Hawks, I was actually doing a podcast with Kent Bazemore uh, for a while. So uh, we we started that, and it, it was presented to me then. So I've been I've been involved with it, and it's been a, you know it's been a cool segue for me transitioning out of basketball into you know the other side, if you would, and. Um, you know, it was easy to talk. Well, actually I was doing it as I was playing, but it's just, it was an easy segue. So I did, um, Vince's places under Omaha production with Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And we did all of that. And he asked me, we were, we were filming the first, well, we were filming the second, which was ended up being the last thing that we filmed. And he said, we sit in the car in between takes. He's like, podcast, I want you to do one for me. Mm. Let's do it. Like it's like <laughs> it was just kind of like that. And I was like, all right, cool. I mean, Peyton Manning, you know, Peyton is Peyton. And so, and uh, he was like, yeah, we're starting this, and I would love to have you on on, on the, the team to do it. And and at the time, I, like I said, I, I 
retired and I stopped doing the podcast with the Hawks. So I was like in between podcasts right now and, and just figuring out what to do because ESPN was thinking about it, but we weren't sure. This comes around and here I am. Nice. Now, when I want to ask you this. We uh, Here on I Am Athlete, we consider ourselves part of new media. Do you understand, believe, buy into new media? And do you think that there's a difference when athletes are the ones asking other athletes the questions? Uh, it definitely is, is a difference because you get a, you get a different answer. You get you get different energy. Uh, you know, you, you'll get. N- never told I could tell the story about a, a, a different story and give you l- more information. I mean, it's, it's just different. And it's sometimes it's not anything personal. It's just how it is. Like I could, I'm talking to, when I'm talking to another athlete or now when I'm interviewing an athlete or I see somebody ask that same question, our answers tend to be different. I get the, a different answer because, you know, they, we can relate, you know, and it, like I said, it ain't nothing personal, but you have an appreciation for that, in, that guy, that athlete, that former athlete interviewing on the side. A part of the new media, I mean, I guess I'm a part of the new media because I'm new into the game. You are a part of the new media. Right, because I'm in the game. But, you know, I, I just, like I said, I just, I, I, I want to call it, I try to, I want to call it fair. I want to protect the athlete and or player. Uh, you know, and, and I feel like that's a part of the new media. And, and Jamal Crawford threw true media out there. He's a part of the true true media, meaning they just, we just talk, call it like we see it. You know, I know that guy over there, Mr. Pac-Man. I know how you, you know, <laughs> you call it like you see it. But it, but I consider you a part of true media. You you call it how you see it. And you're just trying to, you know, educate the, the listeners on what it really is, what we really see. And sometimes we as athletes, we get defensive about what it said to us. But you have an appreciation for the another athlete calling like we see it, as opposed to a non-athlete. Sometimes we call it. And that's when, you know, you know how that goes. Hey, B, I've been a big fan since yours since day one, man. You you, you just don't even know. I, I was I was one of those guys that got everything taken away from me and um, got everything back. You know what I mean? So I, I enjoyed the roller coaster. I was like, I want to play longest V playing. You know, if V can play this many years, I can play this many years. But right. with all that said, you had a, a great interview with the Laker coach. <clears throat> the Lakers' new coach, um, Coach Ham. Darvin Ham, yeah. Yeah. What was your biggest takeaway from the interview of the conversation overall with them? The biggest takeaway for me is that he set the tone from the door. Like, yes, he was – he was um, he had the support of all the players, but he wasn't afraid to, to, to speak out on behalf of players, but at the same time say, hey, Russ got to do his part too. He's going to have to buy in and do it. And he set the tone from the door. So as a player, what can you say when, you know, there again, this, here's a guy being up front the first day. Because, you know, every time you get to – you know how it is. Back, back, every time we <laughs> yeah. get to a team, what's the first thing we say? We're going to win championships. We're going to do it yeah. like this. We're going to do it like that. And it's the honeymoon stage. But yeah. the real deal is when we get to training camp. Then the real deal is when we get to preseason. And the real, real deal is when we get to regular season because sometimes – it don't work out like we perceived it to be doing the honeymoon yeah. stage, right? Yeah. Some, some said, of them don't even stay healthy. Some of them don't even stay healthy. That's, that's, you that's, know what I mean? That's my We point. have so, off and on weeks. You know what I mean? Right. That's got a big right. thing to do with it. And that's what I'm saying. So he's being straightforward. It wasn't about like, oh, we're going to win championships. Nah, he's like, we getting back to the basics. You know, it, it, it was no disrespect to Frank Vogel, but he's like, nah, we're going to defend. I'm going to make Russ this. Don't make Russ that. I'm going to hold him accountable. That's at the tone. It, it wasn't no 
yeah, well, we about to win championships because I'm here. We da-. Nah, it wasn't none of that. <laughs> it wasn't none of that. You know, and, and mm-hmm. I, I like that because it's like now it's no excuse. Now, if you can hold these dudes accountable, those three guys accountable at the at, at the top, bro, nobody else can say nothing. Ain't nothing nobody else can say. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my squad, Adam Pac-Man Jones and Omar Kelly. And we're talking to the great Vince Carter, eight-time NBA All-Star. VC, like I told you before, I'm from the crib as well, from Tampa, Florida. Um, you know, in Florida, football is king. Did you ever cons- did you ever consider maybe playing football instead of basketball? I mean, obviously, I did. it panned I out for you. That's right. I was a quarterback. Nice. I played quarterback. Yeah. Growing up, I played – I mean, you know, I was uh, – uh, How tall were you in high back. school? That's a good question first. How tall were you in high school? Six, six. So, so at my freshman, freshman year, I was probably like five – I was a point guard, so I was like five, nine-ish. Come Why basketball you do season, all of that, bro? Watch this. At – Come basketball season, I was six three. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> and then so I just, been, you he know, was playing I, point I all the way up to then. I play. I started at point guard, and then two two, and then my senior year, I was six five six six. But I still had the point guard still skills. I was the tallest guy, I, but I wasn't the center. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So I was. It, it, it worked out. It worked out that way. So I was playing quarterback, and then everybody started. You know, you know, diving at the knees or whatever. And mm. one of the one of the uh, we played an intramural game. One of the football coaches, I, I dunked the ball. He, he I, uh, Eric Williams, I want to say he played for the Jets, defensive back. Dunked the ball, ran up under me. I flipped off, fell, broke my wrist. Oh, wow. But I still played because they was like, nah, it's all good. It's just, you know, this little bruise. I go to the hospital that night. They're like, nah, you broke that thing. So after that, the doctor told me I had to make a decision. You can't, I wasn't going to be able to play both sports. Damn. You know, with all all the stuff. So I was like, all right, well, you know, basketball it is. And it worked out. But, man, basketball, football was my thing, man. Like like I said, living here in Florida, man, like, yeah. that's yeah. what you did. Like, no you played, like, you played both. Like, never thought yeah. twice about it. Let me ask you something. I know I'm not the only person that want to ask you this question. <laughs> when you stuck your hand through that damn ring, <laughs> how did you come up with that, bro, when you did the elbow thing? Like, was that like? spur of the moment did you do it in practice like i never did it in practice as a kid you know like i was a big basketball player i was same thing you was but i got offered by georgia tech nc state florida like i was we won three national championships so i was pretty good you know what i mean and um and i can pretty, I see you play I, bro i can get I up there and play. get busy with the best so you know man. but <laughs> how in the hell did you come up with that man so uh i had done it fooling around at, at like a couple of charity basketball events but i was at um gary payton's uh, uh, event and in the layup line jumping over the rim just dropping over fooling around and just just let it go that's where it came from so i got to the dunk contest and i remember telling uh uh Coutinho mobley i walked over because he was at the event in, in in seattle and i was like hey bro remember i was in the layup line doing that i said i'm gonna try to go up there and hang up there mm. he said huh i said yeah i'm gonna try to hang but I had never ever tried it in my life. I was just like, this is your first time doing it too. First time live. Shit, she was amazing. Live. It, so it could have gone. Right, I'm getting chills right now remembering bro, it. <laughs> bro, it could have gone one or two ways. And luckily, I ended up on, on the right side of it. So the funny yeah. thing about that, before I left to go to All Star Weekend, we had our last game. We played. The next day, we're leaving. Our coach, Butch Carter, told T Mac and I, good luck and don't break nothing. 
Because <laughs> he know, like we were out there, we were willing to try whatever, do whatever. Yeah. As I, I, if you go back and look, as I'm standing under the rim, I'm looking, and I'm trying to walk it up because I didn't know, bro, I didn't know which way to go, which how I was going to do, how, how to do it. So, if you go back, you look, I rub my arm. Well, what I said, I was like, man, here goes nothing. Please don't break nothing like Coach Brooks <laughs> That's what I was saying. And I knew I, bro, I knew it was going to hurt or I assumed it was going to hurt. Like, bro, I'm, try, I'm jumping up there trying to hold on to a rim. You know, I, bro, I don't know. I that, I that was one and done. I had never rehearsed it. I just wanted to, in my mind, I said, jump as high as you can so you can come down and hold on to the rim as opposed to jumping at the rim where if you don't make it, you break your junk off, right? You know what I'm saying? So, So what I did is I just jumped as high as I could and just held on. And I said, and, and while I was up there, I had my eyes closed in my mind as I'm walking back. I said, what I want to accomplish. So I look at I look at all this stuff differently than everybody else. So I said, what I want to accomplish with this dunk? Because I used to watch dunks. I'm like, what were they trying to accomplish with it? Like, we all watch it. We all see it. But what were they trying to, to accomplish? What did they want you to see? So yeah. what I wanted people to see is that I can jump high Use damn and then so get my arm and get my arm in <laughs> and hold on and I didn't want to hear nothing. I wanted it to be silent, mm. and, yeah. and that's what we got. So that's I was up on the got. rim. I literally had my eyes closed like this, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and then I landed and I walked like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but really, yeah. I was like, bro, this is crazy. So yeah. I'm walking down there and I kept my arm straight. I'm holding my arm straight like, I, I ain't break it. It ain't numb. So we good. Yeah. <laughs> we good, right? Okay, watch this. Sunday morning is the All-Star game. Bro, I woke up. My arm was locked Slow like this. Oh, wow. <laughs> up top and in the bottom was was purple. Purple. And wow. I couldn't I couldn't move. I couldn't extend my arm. <laughs> just because like cuz I, you know, when you sleep, the blood just just lock in. So I had no blood flow yet and I was stuck. I was like, "Bro, I ain't going to be able to play the game." Wow. I mean, I got a, I got a trophy, and then I iced it up, and obviously we had shoot around, got moving in my jump, but I had like a line. It was worth Never it, bro. War room, definitely. We're here talking with Vince Carter on I Am Athlete. Vince, this is a question that I've been meaning to ask you my whole life. Okay, Uh-oh. okay. You're considered the best dunker of all times. I've seen. I consider he is. Yeah, he no, is. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a video where you break down your top ten dunks. And I'll give you this. It's NBA dunks. Now, in my lifetime, the Frederick Weiss dunk, I've never seen a human jump (laughs) over another human to dunk a basketball. In that moment, did you know what you had done? Did you know the it was that the intent? And did you know you ended his career? I had no idea. (laughs) I had I had no idea to all of those questions. I didn't know I jumped over him. And I didn't know I ended his career. So I'll tell you the quick story. Y'all got some time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we got time. Okay, bet. So, I I mean, it was just an impulse thing. So, you know, when you play on an all-star game, when you play with the best players, sometimes that that ball moving and you don't get all the shots you want to get. So it was kind of a moment like that. Buddy, GP missed the shot, whatever. Buddy got the ball, threw it behind his back. I get the steal. Everybody running back on transition. So I'm like, all right, bet. This is a chance to, you know, go whatever, (laughs) attack the rim. And I just took one, two dribbles, and I just jumped. That was it. I didn't even look where I jumped. I just jumped. So now I'm getting up in the air. So I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I would try to relive, you know, replay it for everybody. But I get up here, <laughs> and I'm leaning like this, right? But I'm looking at the rim, 
And it seemed like it's over there. Like I'm like, bruh, I'm mm. gonna make a sprite. I'm gonna make a sprite commercial because you remember the sprite commercial was the thing. <laughs> Everybody get hung and fell off. That was the thing. I'm thinking this. I'm like, bruh, I ain't gonna make it. I ain't gonna make it. So all I remember is when I took the one dribble, two dribble. I see the big fella, and at that time, sidebar. At that time, I didn't. I wasn't afraid to try anybody. So you gonna block it or you 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 not. You know, it just right. how it was. Like, I never had a fear of, man, he, 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 the Kemba Matumbo, he might block it. He's so, he might, it just, it is what it is. Like, I'm going to try to win this battle. He's 7-2. Like, I got to get you. You big. Like, you, you big man. <laughs> I, got, I got to try you. That's just how it is. And it didn't, it, 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 no discrimination. It can't what you look like. It's what your height look like. So I was trying to attack it. So one dribble, two dribble, and just jump. And wow. all I remember, all I remember is my forearm hitting him. And I can say now, I remember his, my forearm hitting his shoulder because I saw it. But I'm just thinking, so in my mind, I'm so worried about the rim and jumping too far. <laughs> I don't I'm remember. Not make I, it. I don't, exactly. So I don't remember. <laughs> I ain't paying attention to him. And so in my mind, I'm thinking he moved out the way. He tried to take a charge, fell down. I, I don't know. So I'm focused on the rim. So when I get to the rim, I'm going to back up. When I get to the rim, I'm le- if you notice, I'm leaning. But in my mind, I'm thinking I'm not going to make it. But I ended up dunking it with my wrist. So that means I got far enough. Mm. But I'm thinking I'm going to fingertip dunk it and just like barely make it or, or get hung. Okay, cool. So that's what the celebration was about. That's what I was celebrating. Yeah. I was celebrating that, bro. I ain't get hung on the Olympic stage with all these right. people watching. And I made the dunk more so because I jumped too damn far, more so than <laughs> what happened. KG, he's celebrating like this. I, I'm I'm caught in the moment, so I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> bro, it's your hype man hyping you up on a moment when you dunk this. So I'm like, like, which what? Let's go defense. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that was it. So you, when did you know you jumped over a human? A after the human? game. After oh, the wow. game, you're not hearing me. Okay, so. We go through the rest of the game. So after the play happened, whatever, I remember going defense. I guess it was a foul. It was a timeout. And I just remember sitting there, bro, in the, in the timeout. And before the coaches come, you know, they gather. And we sitting there, you know, we talk, whatever, whatever happened. And the coaches walk in. So we sit there. And, and I just remember Steve Smith looking at me like, <laughs> bro, you know what you just did? <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. They never said that. They just looked at me, so I never had, for for twenty years or so. Hold I never on. had. They the, didn't say nothing about that play, like when you nothing, did that. Nothing, nothing. So for twenty years, I, I I've never had the opportunity to ask one of my teammates, "How come y'all didn't say nothing?" And Steve Smith was the first person. He said, "Bro, because we still couldn't believe <laughs> what you just did." So I said, "Okay, cool." But an uh, entire game, right? <laughs> after Man. the game, after the game, Gary Payton's homeboy. Before we walking into the locker room after the game, he had at the new this at the time the new hand. This is how long ago it was the new handheld cameras. That's when it was a smaller version. He he bring it over to me and he shows me on the handheld. That's how I saw it. I watched it seven times. Like wait wait wait, I jumped over him. No 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 hold on hold on. I jumped over him. He's like yes sir yes, and that's how I found out. So when it, now when I get in the locker room, like bro, what did you want? They're gonna drug test you because <laughs> <laughs> in the Olympics. For those who don't know that, after the game, whether you win or lose, they always pick two players to get drug tested afterwards. 
And mm. I don't know if I, I, I want to find out. I don't know if I got drug tested after the game or not. But they, that's what, that was the, the running joke. Like, bro, you going to get picked today randomly. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> hey, VC, can we ask you two more quick questions before we let you up out of here? Good. All right, so you did something in NBA history. Hey, hey real never... quick, before you go there, I got to ask, I got to answer the, the last part of this, because I think it's important. Okay. So after all that, the, a lot of people don't know that Frederick Weiss went through a, a tough time. He was blackballed out of his country. So he, he couldn't play ball in France. He oh, had to wow. play ball in Spain. He also got a divorce. Like he had, like when I say a rough time, he tried to kill himself twice. Damn. Wow. Over that dunk? Over, over, over that dunk. His wife Jesus left him. Christ. He like the fans felt embarrassed for him. You know, he got drafted <laughs> by the Knicks and he, he never came over to the Knicks. And, and and he ended up getting traded in Houston. He never got a chance to play. And I'm saying that to say, like, like you just said, over that play. So I couldn't really understand that. Wow. It's like it's a basketball play. Like, bro, right. ease up. That like, happens. you know, but he tried to kill himself twice, bro, over that play. And he's doing better. And he's now a part of media. And he's been, he's back in his have home you, country. Have you had a chance to talk to him? No. Have you had a chance to talk to him? I have it. I have it. Yeah. No, you're right. But no, yeah. heck, I haven't. I've never had a chance to. Like, wow. I'm just hurt by, by way of some other. Right guy. there, bro. Like, that's right, That's what I'm saying. That's really deep. So I had a, I had a meeting. The way I found out is a meeting was like, yeah, when's the last time you talked to Frederick Weiss? I was like, not never, bro. Like when we met and then, in, 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 well, the last time I talked to him is in the, in the gold medal game. I tried to jump over him again. Nobody <laughs> hey, hey, new time see. is a charm, baby. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes, sir. I said, let's <laughs> see what happens. And yeah. guess what he did? He pushed me out the way, out the air, into the first row, into the cameras. I'm laying there like, I understand, brother. I understand. Yeah. It was all good. I would do that to me too. So that was the last <laughs> real conversation we had. And then he's like, you know, and that's what I, I, under, I was told what happened to him. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Hey, before, yeah. we, wrap, Hold before on. we wrap it up, boss. We got uh, time. Give me your top five. Your top five dunkers of all time. You number one, not including you. you I'm putting you number one. So, so I got to name four more? Yeah, four name, more. Give me four. Golly, I'm gonna say Dr. J. <laughs> yeah. Uh, MJ. Yeah, of course. I'm retired now. I hate. I hate. Na- I hate naming current players, but um, I'm gonna throw Zach Levine up there. Mm. That's mm. a good one. That's generous. And um, man, that's a tough one. There's a couple of people. You know, there's a couple of people that I could throw in there. Um. Yeah, one more. Yeah, you gotta give me some names. Like, I'm, Nick, I'm, you know, I put Nick up there. Are you Dominique it, it, don't it, make it. it. So, so are we, wait, okay, let me rephrase. See, I'm about to get too technical. Are we talking about in game or dunk contest? Dunk contest mm. is what I'm saying. All right, I'll take me. Take me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I could, I, hey, but I could, I could take. I we can't. I could take T Mac. Mm, uh, I could yeah. take uh, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Yep. Uh, you know, just to name a few. Gerald Green. I, I, well. I say Gerald Green because I know his potential. He missed a lot of dunks, which you know I, I hate to see. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I mean, but that dude can fly. Now we talk yeah. in game. Gerald Green is going to definitely be in in game for sure. We got one more for you, V. Uh, VC. Yeah, sure. This this question to me, I I just want to know what your your mental fortitude was because you did something in NBA history that had never been done. You played in four different decades. <laughs> just talk about your staying power to be able to play that long in the NBA. And like, what separated you from everybody else to you know to continue to stay on that path to to play twenty two years? My willingness to survive, my willingness Mm. to do what 
my willingness to do whatever it takes to, to stay in the league and to be effective. Cause I could, I could do the bare minimum and still be in the league just off of respect. Like I, 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 I half the coaches now, some players I play with or against. So some of them would, would throw your boy a ball and put me on the team, but my, I was willing to stick to the script. So for me, I had a checklist of 10, 12 things that I had to do, or I wouldn't be worth nothing on a basketball court. And I was willing to stick to it. I was willing to do those things. There's a lot of my guys, bro. Like I, I talked to them like, Hey man, you can still play the like, man, I, they don't want to go through it all. I still enjoyed it. I knew I had to work a little harder. I knew I had to put extra work in. I knew I had to get there two and a half hours before the games to get warmed up, to be ready to play against these guys who are half my age, if not more. Mm. But I, I still enjoyed it. I, I, the, the thing that I didn't enjoy was the political side, the politics of, mm. of who cares if I'm 40, 41, 43? What's the difference? What's your eyes telling you? Am I productive? Can I give you, can I do what, what needs to be done on the court when you put me in there? Am I helping your team or am I hurting your team? And, mm-hmm. and those are the things that were tough for me because I put the work in like these other dudes. I was out there I, I, and I had an advantage. I had already had 10, 12, 15, 20 years on some of these kids. Yeah. My bad. I had already had 10, 12, 20 years on some of these young fellas of knowledge. So I knew how to survive. I knew how to be outsmart. I, I could outsmart some of these kids who were more athletic than you know what I'm saying? At that yeah. point, who you jump high, but bro, like when I stepped on the court, we we either stayed the stayed the course or got better because I was mm-hmm. I, I wasn't I, I it wasn't the ego thing. I was about yeah. playing. I wanted to play, and I wanted to show people at at that age, bro. It's just a number. It's just on, a number. Man. But the, but but organizations got caught up in the number. And they all do. They all do. That was my reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was playing That's really good at 35 years old. All pro <laughs> yeah. at 34. But I, I wasn't willing to go and babysit some younger kids, which I'm 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 gonna say it like this, some younger kids that didn't understand how to be pros, and I still was playing at a high level. That's why I said, All right, I'm done. I had yeah. my fun. But same but thing. Pat, with, yeah. And and that's a, it's the exact same thing. And I'll just say this. I was willing, I was willing to mentor a kid, but at the same time, it wasn't to the mentor a kid, but I can show you better than I can tell you. I can show yeah. you while I'm telling you. Right. Because sometimes like today's kids, like they need to see the visual. We can sit here and have a conversation about <laughs> plays and how to help. But l- let me go show you real quick. I can show right. you on the court. And they come in and have it. I wouldn't ask it for 20, 25 minutes. I was just like, let me go out there and play the game, be effective and help my team. grow. because I, I knew I was on a team that wasn't going to win the championship, but I could still play the game. And if you want me to help these kids, let me help. Let me show these kids how to play on the court for real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Man, VC, we appreciate you stopping by I Am Athlete tonight. Y'all make sure y'all check out Vince Carter's podcast, The Vince Carter Show, wherever you listen to your podcast, man. That's eight-time NBA All-Star Vince Carter, man. Thanks for stopping by. Yes, sir. My pleasure, man. It's always a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today.
Sirius XM Podcasts. There are two things that are absolutely true. Grandma loves you, and she would never say no to McDonald's. So treat yourself to a Grandma McFlurry with your order today. It's what Grandma would want. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.